Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Narc. I'm legitimately in an Uber in transit. <laughs> I missed my fucking flight. And we're on our way to Atlanta. Carolina's on the phone in the background. So this is a very uh, unconventional pod. Okay, but here we go. Dora. <laughs> Dora, yours and my favorite, Dora, is pulling me like head first into limerence about this batman thing so i'm just gonna go with it and i'm gonna tell you what i think and i'm gonna do it before i either lose my nerve or lose my cool let me drink something drink something if you have it have you ever listened to a pod done in an uber i bet you haven't here we are all right drink something operator fucking hell (laughs) you can probably imagine what just happened there okay no problem that's what overcoats are for so listen the thing about it is (laughs) the thing about robert and that's what this is called the unmasking the unmasking the thing about robert is that robert is a true actor robert pattinson is what so many actors wish they could be they mimic him they try to copy in so many different ways what he does and they knew way before we did See, we all watched Twilight and thought, what the fuck is this? And then it stayed with you and you thought about it some more. And maybe you watched it some more and you thought, kind of like this guy. That's not what fellow actors saw. What fellow actors saw is him take something that was utter shit and turn it into gold. And they knew, just like the industry knew right away, that they had a very special person on their hands. And if you notice, he's worked consistently on fantastic projects since then. Not because everything hasn't been thrown at him, not because he needs the money, but because he never wanted to be a star. He never wanted to be a movie star. He never wanted to work in Hollywood films. He wanted to be what he is, which is an experimental actor. So what happens when you turn someone whose goal in life was to be this nuanced vessel for catharsis into a huge, big budget, multi-million dollar superhero? And what happens when you do that to a person who also happens to be a Taurus, happens to be very strong-minded, quiet about his opinions, but stalwart. You can't shake him. You can't move him. He's going to do whatever he wants. We knew this already when the first rumors started to come out about the character. Robert Pattinson refuses to work out. He's going to play Batman, but he won't bulk up. No matter how much the directors asked him, no matter how much the studios pushed him. Why? because he was making a choice anyone that knows his choices and has come to be joyfully surprised at every choice he makes we knew what he was doing we knew that he was making a choice we didn't know what the choice was because you can never tell with him because he's not formulaic he's real he's an artist but we knew that it was part of a larger choice and then what else came out he's listening to the church the cure joy division okay so emotionally he's building a character when has someone emotionally emotionally built batman the whole point is that he has no emotions the whole point is that he's so turned off either by money status grief or trauma that he just doesn't care anymore and he has a death wish that's all we know about it but not but not this this is a man who thinks that his mask is hiding something and because he thinks he's hiding behind a mask he goes ahead and lets himself have every emotion that he never lets himself have in his life. All the grief, trauma, unresolved, unacknowledged, 
As soon as he's got that eyeliner on and he's got that mask over his head, he thinks no one can see him. He lets it all pour out. Can't stop staring at that little kid. Can't stop crying. Can't stop being obsessed with those who have nobody. Not ever stopping to realize that he's doing what he's doing because he has nobody. Not anymore by circumstance, but by choice locked into his grief locked into his trauma and trying to make something good out of it something better out of it but completely unaware he thinks he's vengeance but he's actually the living breathing aching heart of the place that's why he keeps finding mirrors all around him in this broken system the child whose father has been murdered the girl who goes on to murder her own father these are all the Shakespearean archetypes that he keeps bumping up against and he does so with the utmost sensitivity, with the utmost openness. I mean, fucking hell. Have you ever heard Batman fucking apologize? Emotionally open, raw, and sensitive? Completely unhinged. That's the other thing. Halfway through the movie, they trick you. They break your heart. All of a sudden, halfway through, it dawns on you. Oh, fuck. He's actually crazy. His mom's crazy. He's crazy. Runs in the family. The trauma triggered it. He's gone. He's not normal. And then everything he does after that starts to take on this tinge of uncomfortability. You love him. You want to support him. You want to see him through. You certainly don't want to see him die. He's the hero. But he's fucking unhinged. You know it. Everybody knows it now the fear and you see in the cop's eyes and the people around him it starts to make sense see you've had this archetype with you probably since you were a kid you're not afraid of batman batman's dope he's a hero until you start seeing him how he really is you start seeing him through the eyes of the people around him he's a fucking vigilante with a rage issue wearing a mask with unresolved trauma and grief wearing fucking eyeliner and leather and crying all over the place and beating the shit out of people that's why he doesn't use guns because he knows he's fucking unhinged he knows that if he used guns he would just be a psychotic serial killer that's why he can't have guns right (laughs) and what do you do with that the first half of the movie you've seen someone be more emotionally available than you've probably seen in a film for the past five years but now you've got to add a layer to that you've fallen in love with that guy and now You realize that everything you fell in love with is tantamount to a mental illness. You can't separate it from him, then you won't love him anymore. What is he without it? It's become him. It's consumed him. And then, like a bright ray of sunshine in the midst of all this darkness, there she is. The living, breathing heart of the place that confronts him and puts his illness right up against his face. She's the shiny, clean mirror you're crazy can you stop being crazy and come with me and love me or no then it's the choice that everyone has to make it's the choice that every woman makes when confronted with a man that you love you adore he's everything you've ever wanted possibly more you could have the happiest life ever but there's something wrong he's broken and the worst part is he doesn't want to be fixed no he's leaning into it you see it just for a moment you see who he really is when that adrenaline hits his system and he screams like a wounded animal and his instinct his true self jumps up 
and almost murders someone in a rage. That's him. She knows it. She's well aware. And like all great films do, she breaks your heart. She takes you right to the edge of what you probably have spent your whole life feeling. Let's call it limerence. Let's call it unrequited love. Let's call it romance. Let's call it liking the bad guy. I got a thing for the bad ones. Whatever you call it. In that moment, she teaches you. She shows you how to choose yourself. How to look in the face of everything you've ever wanted. Possibly the only person who will ever understand you. Really. How do you turn and make a left and choose yourself and walk away? You do it knowing that as soon as he makes the right and chooses himself, he's going to fly into a rage like he always does. And he's going to continue down that road that he can't help being on. It's two people whose destiny and fate is taking them in two different directions. Does it make the love any less real? No. Does it make the trauma bonding any less real? No. But it does show you something really, really important. It shows you something so inspired. All he did was use Batman as a platform to teach a lesson that Robert Pattinson continues to teach us over and over again with every choice he makes. Vulnerability will always be stronger than might. Dominance doesn't stand a chance against an open heart. You can be a rage-filled, trauma-stricken, weirdo recluse, and you can still make everybody fall in love with you if you have a beating heart that feels things for others. That's the message. That's the lesson. That's the joy of that film. There is redemption for all of us. Even the strays. His mask is his unmasking. It's genius on so many levels. And that unmasking has <laughs> such a thematic quality right now. It is the theme of our times. There's so much that is being unmasked. From the people around you who tried to force you into putting something into your body that would probably fucking kill you. To those who you always had a suspicion looked down on poor people, but now they've just come out and said it. Hey, inflation's at an all-time high. Rents are through the roof. The rental market is a fucking bloodbath. But you know, people just need to shut the fuck up and get up and go to work. Oh. Right? Sweetheart, being assertive only works if you're making a point, not if you're being a fucking Nazi. But good try. I would give you an A for effort. But it doesn't take an effort to just say what's always been on your mind. Poor people are lazy, right? <laughs> yeah. The unmasking is so much deeper than you think. Think about it. I have to catch a flight. I love you. This is your girl, DJ Nark.